Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Uh, every break, we get an update from Drew on new information around the EA Sports video He's game. very excited. I'm excited for it as well. EA Sports College Football 25. Today is when 11,000 college football players from all 134 FBS teams are going to have a choice to opt in to being in the game or not. If they do, they will receive $600 and a copy of the game. So basically, they're getting... A six hundred and seventy-five to seven hundred dollar value. Could they not just pay them five hundred ninety-nine dollars so they don't have to get a damn ten ninety-nine? Those jerks choosing six hundred bucks so they got to file taxes on that. My, pay them one dollar less and it's a freebie. Most of the college athletes are probably and I like they're they're I it's know. still six hundred dollars. I hear you, but they're for some of the college athletes in this game, six hundred dollars is actually a big deal. For a, a decent chunk, $600 is nothing because they already got like a $500,000 NIL deal. Sure. They also have a deal that's giving them a Porsche to drive around campus. So they got to figure that out anyway. By the way, what's our shows? I think that like company policies exist, but I also think that we have personal coding and go show, uh, show policies. What is our show policy on wearing um, double gear of the same school? Not only is Drew wearing a Michigan oh, sweatshirt, boy. he is wearing a pair of Michigan athletic shorts. Oh, yeah. oh, He's logoed up twice. Well, are you allowed to wear both at the same time on this show? Yeah, I thought you were about not to. going to a Michigan game no, today. So, I no, think double the... logos, some fishiness there. I think this is fun. I, I didn't pay that much attention. Sorry, Drew. I, no, I, 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 uh, it's, <laughs> it's I thought Cody was about to say you had the Michigan hoodie and you had like, you know, Texas shorts on. I was going to say, well, that's a problem. No, he has yeah, Michigan I, I shorts on. It's a match. Oh, he's Michigan to Michigan. Now, yesterday you were wearing a Florida Gators t-shirt. I was. 
He's got a lot of different college gear. Along with getting these shorts, I also got some Arkansas Razorbacks uh, shorts as well. There was a deal at uh, Shields. <laughs> That's what it is. So basically, if it's college gear and it's a good deal, you're like, screw it. I don't care. Yeah. I, hey, he likes college gear. If, if I don't have the team or don't have any apparel, I, by all means. I'm just asking if you're allowed to double logo up on this show. That's all. If, if it's you're the not same attending team, the game. If it's the same team, I feel like it, yes. If he had a Michigan hat on, are you calling foul there? He's triple logo? I would just be like, There's a point I, where it's kind of absurd, like if he's not going to a game. I think I, if he had the hat, I would I would wonder would where, what your plan is today. But, <laughs> um, but I think the hoodie and shorts, it's fine. Someone says, yeah, you get the hat and Drew's going to be Drew Stallions today. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So settle down. There's your Halloween costume next year. There we go. All I need to do is get some shades. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Go. Just have that have, bring a little, like a, cam, a little handy cam with you, That's too. Right. Why not? That's That's right. Right. I'm just a hater. So people double logo all the time. Just let it go. So you're wearing a master. You wear this. This I would never wear this frequently. and a master's hat at the same never. time. Never. No. Oh, what? Also, no. Wait, I, so I've you- intentionally made that choice. I've switched jackets or switched hats. <laughs> so if you went to the golf course. Or go, let's say just one of the the, the, no. the corn okay. fairy tour or whatever no. that's in town sometimes. You wouldn't wear a master's hat with the master's quarters? At in? least that, no, I don't think so. But also at that event, it makes sense. If you're going to a Royals game, wearing three different Royals things is okay. Okay. If you're just here and you got a Royals hat on and a Royals hoodie and Royal shorts, feels like overkill mm. for just like going around time. That's all I'm saying. Huh. Next up on what's trending, <laughs> the college football playoff officials discuss expanding to a 14-team playoff just quick reminder, they haven't even made it to 12 yet. Part of the problem with this policy, which we'll talk about here coming forward, is as part of that, the Big Ten and the SEC were trying to find out, you know, maybe we can get four teams each as automatic qualifiers based on that. They're already looking pretty heavy. This Ross Dellinger had a full breakdown of it. They're very serious about the possibility of this 14 team. If that's the case, go to 16. We'll talk more about it in a minute. But college football already looking to change their college football playoff setup. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about this after what's trending. Next up, though, NBA long all-star break coming to an end tonight. NBA will start the second half of the season uh, tonight. And, uh, of course, there's going to be even some more movement just where it comes to uh, where I I think the – future of some players uh, ends up is going to be fascinating and what happens in the next couple months uh, for where does, you know, do we buy into the rumors around LeBron James? Was that intentional? You had the Golden State Warriors, right? The the news at one point where they were inquiring with the Lakers about LeBron and I just, what, what the next couple months could do for where LeBron plays and finishes career could be really fascinating. I mean, six two zero. It's obviously you're a baseball guy, Cody. A lot of unwritten. You rules. do, man. You're making up That's rules true. on the fly. <laughs> I said, well, I was asking, yeah. what is the show's policy in regards? to I don't double think there is any policy. Is what we've, we've I determined. Think we can discuss a set of rules for the show going forward. That's all. So that whiteboard that has our weight two thirds vote. I think we need. Oh, you're saying we want unwritten, but they'd be written. Is written the problem. rules. No written, written, written they rules. would be the written rules of Cody and Gold, and it has nothing to do with the show. Just co- Cody. This, yeah. what, what other apparel rules do you have for the show? It got things to do with the show too. Uh, so far, that's the only one that immediately. All comes because to mind. I decided to wear I Michigan guess. shorts with my hoodie. But we can come back around to the different rules later. Next up on what training, Sean McDermott and Sean McVay have both been added to the NFL's competition committee oh, for boy. the upcoming NFL season, presumably to try to figure out rules to stop the Chiefs. That's right. That's exactly what it is. I can't figure out any other reason why those two guys are the ones that are added. Sean McDermott immediately employing the the Chiefs have to be down 10 to start any NFL football game rule. Yeah, go all conspiracy theory on that one. And he's been on that committee for a while. That's what it is. They kicked him out of the committee, right? That's what we're going with. They kicked him out of the committee because he's winning too much. Clearly, the the competition rules have been skewed towards the Chiefs, and now Sean McDermott's going to try to find a way to to change a rule to benefit the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's that would be the the take if it was reversed. That would be what people would be saying. Correct. Right. That's an embarrassing organization. 
if that actually happened. Yeah, I heard Taylor Swift was going to be on the committee. The NFL offered oh. up a spot, actually. Yeah. I'd have given her a spot. Wanna, you want to start Honestly. that? You want to start that rumor? That'll go yeah. around pretty quick. Rumor has it, Taylor, according to sources yeah. on this show. Uh, Taylor Swift was invited on the NFL competition committee, but she politely declined. Yeah. Not wanting to take t- attention away from Travis. That's right. That, that was what Roger Goodell was asking her when, when they were talking to together. I don't even remember when that was. If that was at the Super Bowl or... Mm-hmm. He, he, that, he that's what they asking. were talking about. That was when the offer was extended. How would you feel about the competition committee? And she thought mandatory sequence on the uniforms, and they're like, this doesn't really vibe moving on. Her outfits are very bright, <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody's alternate was like glitter or sequence based in the NFL? No, Cody, I cannot. Just <laughs> like you finally get a Chiefs alternative, and the helmet is not, it's the same red. But it's just like glitter, just like sparkly, like Vegas glitter. That would look weird, right? I mean, college football would be the only place you would ever find oh, anything you definitely close see to that. In college. They're willing to take more risks. I there. don't know, man. I don't think you're getting sequence on professional football uniforms. Instead of the logo, it, has, it says Chiefs era. You thought you thought people, Chiefs you, era. You thought people freaked out by seeing Taylor Swift on TV for four seconds. Can you imagine? I'm sure someone's right now maybe steered their car off the road when they heard Cody say sequence on a football uniform. <laughs> Tough guy was like, you're not going to ruin my sport by putting sequence. That There's somebody Good out there that had sequence. that reaction that's going to text it in five seconds. That's it. That's all I got. We've really gotten off base today. We haven't gotten to the random question yet. So, no, no, we haven't. I think you've stayed on the rails enough, though. Eh, close enough. We, we, I like we, going off the rails. This is, a, this is a Friday for Cody. This is what it, Cody's out tomorrow. This is like a Friday for Cody is what it is. Uh, again, tomorrow. I'm going to do normal Club Vern. 610. Can I just start drinking now? Well, so we Club 610 will come back in full force here in a, in a week or so. Obviously, last week, for obvious reasons, we we, we didn't do a Club 610. And we'll, we'll get it back uh, full force. we got to work on some things uh, in terms of uh, future uh, ideas. Uh, so tomorrow, though, I will have Vern co-hosting with me from noon to 2. And I'll have Pete Sweeney for an hour earlier. A former bartender friend of mine invited. We could do this for Club 610. Dead serious. Uh-huh. Said he'll waive the membership fee and invited us to a members-only cigar lounge with whiskey. We could do a fancy Club 610. Doesn't that sound nice? nice. That is nice. I won't shout out the name of the business at the moment, but, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe that's in the cards for us for Club 610. Probably means we just had to hang out for the previous three hours, but, you know, you get the point. Mm -hmm. I got you. And also, I'm inviting new listeners. I invited people who followed us on YouTube. They never responded. I tried them multiple times. They won the contest, and they never I'm inviting new listeners to come to Club 610. You guys... Subscribe to YouTube and Twitch like we had asked at 610 Sports KC. I am going to find people who interact with the show regularly on those two platforms and on Twitter. And I'm just going to contact some of you that way because the last way failed. Yeah, that was months ago. Yeah. That I tried. I tried ago. to hit him back again. Nothing. 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Toe Service text line. You mentioned something during what's shredding, though, about college football, and it's true. We just found out for sure the exact way they're going to do the 12-team playoff, the little 5-7 model, yeah. where you'll have the five, five conference champions. Love it. Uh, and then seven highest ranked after that. Not necessarily group of five guarantee or anything like that. And then very quickly, while that's been resolved, you have the SEC and the Big Ten reportedly wanting to look at a 14-team playoff in 2026, this comes from Pete Thamel. And in that plan, the Big Ten and SEC both want to be guaranteed each four spots. So eight of the 14 spots would go to the two biggest, most powerful conferences. And this this overall, like, it's annoying because can we see how the 12-team playoff works first? Before you start changing it? But on the flip side, 
I recognize, I think as we all do, that this is where we're headed, that the SEC and Big Ten, more than they already do, control college football. And either 10 years from now, we're just going to have the Big Ten and SEC, and they're going to do their own playoff anyway, which is kind of where it's trending. And then when everybody else is playing, they'll be playing for some other type of playoff and trophy. But the national champion, the one that are viewed as the best teams, that's going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. That's where they're pivoting here by requesting and trying to push for a 14-team playoff where eight of the spots would just be from two conferences. Think about that. I hate it. I just... One... The, the key part that you mentioned there right away is not even willing to see out the original version you just agreed to. Took years to get in place. Took decades worth of action to actually get a playoff. We finally get it. We get expanded playoffs. More teams have an opportunity. Teams like Kansas and Missouri and K-State will have a chance to play for an actual national title next year in the sense that they'd be one of 12 teams and a few wins away from the possibility of it actually happening. We're going to get actual on-site games on campuses. That's awesome. They got greedy in a quickness. They went from one automatic qualifier out of their conferences. That, no, we'd like four now each. They want 75% of the entire playoff field dedicated to their conferences. And here's the thing. They're probably going to get those anyway, just based on the top 12 teams. So why get greedy and demand it? Because when you do Money, that, you know this. it just seems Money. like we're not even bothering. Like they got into one meeting and they immediately, like, you know why I hate this? I think this is why uh, in particular, I think this part of the country should hate it. For 15 years, 20 years, Oklahoma and Texas held the Big 12 hostage over a volcano, threatening to end their conference with a snap of their fingers like Thanos. And now the Big 10 and the SEC are doing the exact same thing. It's old. I'm tired of the few people in college football (laughs) holding the entire sport hostage. I think it's bad for the sport that a few teams can hold the entire sport yeah, hostage. Yeah, so I, I don't disagree with you, but Cody, we're way past, like everything you're saying, like it's fine. I mean, we could have had that conversation eight years ago, 10 years ago. Like, well, I don't disagree. Of course, Oklahoma and Texas, but we are we are way past that. We The, the college sports uh, presidents uh, and, and athletic directors, uh, TV stakeholders, like everybody then, conference commissioners decided a long time ago that, what you're saying didn't matter to them anymore, that the money matters more and it sucks, but this isn't new. You know, like I, I'm here. I, I hear have to you, just man. accept it. It's stupid. It's going to make me just turn away from college football forever. Just out. I, I understand Cody. Like I, I'm again, I agree with you, but like acting like, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like, I mean, yeah, where, where were you 10 years ago, 15 years ago? We were having this conversation then as well. Like, yeah. it's it's the same thing, man. This is where it's at. We are way past the, oh, well, I wish all the rivalries would just be there and everything would be kumbaya. Like, we're way past that. If anything, it's trending towards if, if the SEC and Big Ten don't get their way with this next change in the college football playoff, they're going to eventually say some point in the next five or 10 years, they're going to say, fine, we'll just do our own thing. We're going to have the SEC and Big Ten National Championship because that'll be the league that's considered the great one. They'll expand the Big Ten and the SEC to 24 to 30 teams each, and that'll be the league that matters. Yeah, it sucks, but the days of how we all love college football with the rivalries and all that, that's been long gone. Uh, yeah, as soon as the people, the, the, the TV executives became conference commissioners, it was done. Because they started making decisions based on what would make the conference more money. I mean, I mean, and, and Greg Sankey isn't necessarily a TV exec. I don't picture him as that much more, you know, more like George Klavkov has been or Brett Yormark. But the more teams that get in, the more money 
gets to the SEC or the Big Ten, and the more, and if you can guarantee those slots, it it obviously gains your conference more money. It makes you look better, and as a result, you're you're labeled as I guess a king yeah, of the, college the, football. But it, it, it takes away the problem that I think a lot of people have in terms of true college football fans is that it takes away from everything that the sport has been for 75 out of the last 85 sure. years. And, and that's and, what and realignment's done. Yes. And, and we know that, 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 that was part of the changes. And I think there's still, they've done a really good job with amidst all the realignment to still have the rivalries in place in some way, shape or form. But now it's taken it to another level where if this happens, the conference championship games don't matter anymore. If they want more playoff games, then you're going to go from 12 games, probably down to 10. And all of it is changing because the greediness, essentially, of, of no, the conference realignment sucks. I mean, that's what like, we, conference realignment yeah. sucks because it ends up being what it's now become. And and we we, we the Pac-12 is basically no more. It's it'll be their name this year, this it's next a year. But slope it's, that's already been far gone. It, the question I think now remains just so how how quickly is it going to eventually get to what a lot of people have been predicting for years, which is that we're just going to have two or three conferences that actually matter. Right now, credit the Big 12, they have found a way to continue to survive Ten years. for now. For now, but is it going to are they going to be allowed to be part of the the conferences Look, that actually matter? 10 years. Or, or not. I mean, this is why for Missouri, you know, as much as it, it sucked to see the rivalry split, and, and obviously being a KU alum, you know my feelings towards Mizzou uh, for all the years of realignment. But they're safe. They're they're no matter what happens, they're going to be part of well, the. They made the, the right call. They're going to be part of the club that matters. Now, fortunately, it same looks, with like Rutgers. Yeah, you can just well, kick yeah, a school like, out. And Cody, to to your point, if you have if there <laughs> there's four teams from the big the Big Ten and the SEC that automatically make it, it takes away from what I think a lot of people appreciate about college football, and that's earning your way in. If you know, yeah. like... If, I know if, I can if, be the fourth team in the SEC, and I'm good. If you can go nine and... Th- if you can go eight and four in the SEC and somehow make it based on conference standings yeah. and make it, you're good. It, it doesn't even... I if, hear you. If I, can, if I win nine games, I'm in, where previously it's never been that, and I understand that with a 12-team playoff even, if you win nine games, you're probably still in, but you're, you're not a top... You're not an AQ seed. You are... 10, 11, 12, barely making it in, having to go on the road where that wouldn't be the case in we this already, scenario. We already had this problem this year where the results don't matter. That was always my issue with no. – I was never trying to make some argument that Alabama wasn't better than one team. The point is is that they do still have to play football, and the results of those football games should hold some weight. And now what college football is telling you is, okay, we already eliminated bowl games from really mattering much anymore. Now we're eliminating – all of the regular season for two conferences matters still for the Big 12. Big 12's got to go out there, play their games, win their games, win their conference, get in the conference title game. They got to earn it. But two conferences don't. Doesn't matter what they do. They can do whatever the hell they want, and they get eight squads in the dance. Their results don't matter. What a what a dumb no, system. No, oh, it, it sucks if if in fact that happened. But again, I if you think that plan sucks, which it does, which it c- could happen in 2026, where. 14 playoff, but eight are guaranteed out of the Big Ten and the SEC. If you think that sucks, and it does, I'm, I'm just telling you that people way smarter than me have been predicting a lot of this stuff that has been happening based off of conference realignment, and it, it, we're starting to see it happen more and more. Don't be stunned that in five or ten years, what you oh, just said big. about like these other, like, oh, it's not fair to the Big 12. Pretty soon, the Big 12 or whoever's not in the SEC or Big Ten, and maybe those two conferences add another four schools each by the time this happens. But there might just be, you know, 48 schools 
that actually are part of the club that matters for the real championship, and that's it. You're, and then everybody else is playing for essentially whatever we want to call it at that point. I'm sure we'll have another. Are you drag basketball along with this? What the hell's their uh, plan for that? Yeah, I don't know. They're just praying that everybody else, by the way, these two conferences, this is the one thing they're doing, and there's bigger money in it. The Big 12 and the, the Big 10 and the SEC are just praying that everyone will stick with status quo for basketball despite this, by the way. Where they still kind of want these like conferences and the normal amount and no automatic qualifiers, and everyone has to earn their spot for basketball. And they're like, "Well, you guys, because like, what would like? Why couldn't this go yeah. the other way? Why doesn't the Big Twelve just be like, okay, cool, that sounds good for football? We would like ten automatic qualifiers for the NCAA tournament. We're the best college basketball conference in the land because the NCAA Give us tournament. All the automatic qualifiers for the NCAA tournament. Thanks because the NCAA tournament is ran by. Well, the but, NCAA, but not college for long. football. You and I, the same people that are predicting this, NCAA is not going to exist. Well, could do their, could do their own tournament, but I, I get the comparison, but the college football playoff is run by the college football playoff and essentially now the conference commissioners and the TV networks. The NCAA tournament is run by the NCAA. And yes, you are correct. There's a lot of reports out there that why wouldn't the conferences just do their own tournament? Because the NCAA is basically just an event planner when it comes to the NCAA tournament. 100% with you. The difference is what makes the NCAA tournament great is you do need the amount of teams, right? If there was a 24-team NCAA tournament or a Big 12 slash Big 10 slash SEC tournament, none of us would give a damn the way we do with the 68 The reason, field. Yeah, the, the reason why college basketball has been so good is because it's had that structure that's been successful for so long and it hasn't there's, there's been no need to screw around with it. I think to the, the reason why college football is in such a bad place is because college basketball, they've always had that selection committee that has worked with the NCAA to figure out all of the seating and stuff like that work. The NCAA, they've never had to do it for college football where now they've had to, yeah. and they've just been stumbling over their feet for, for the last decade where college basketball, I guess, had that foundation of here's how it goes and it's been successful. And the fact that they want to expand it, hopefully it doesn't ruin it, but I think it, it, it could tend to, ruin the way the thing that we like most about March Madness 913-586-7610 you you made the comment Cody uh, made me a minute or two ago about uh the what the Big 12 should do not only in basketball but just how the Big 12 and the ACC now are going to be treated in the college football world stepchildren someone texted in and said that's how the Big 12 is treated in basketball you guys don't complain then not even the same comparison the Big 12 technically is only guaranteed one spot in the NCAA tournament like everyone else One, one spot the the yes. tournament champion. Now we know they end up getting six, seven, eight, nine teams because the they AC, actually they're likely to the, get in more than that. Yeah, they get yeah. that treatment. But they, if every metric shows that they have some of the best basketball <laughs> programs in the country, and and in football, yeah, the SEC, the top three or four are some of the best. But, but they're saying this, they want the spot regardless. Yeah, this is like oh, the the team that's probably like the twenty first team would get guaranteed a spot because they're the fourth best team in the SEC. That's the football model we're talking about versus in the Big 12 tournament. There's 68 spots. If the Big 12 is the best league and the way college basketball resumes are, again, it's not like college football where you can have one or two losses and get it. And college basketball, you could be a 20-win team and or 18-win team and still get yeah. it. It's just a, it's a different setup. Very it's fascinating. Uh, we know college football realignment's not done either. Oh, and, and, and to that point, the percentage of, if you look at percentages of AQs for those two conferences in college football is, is just outlandish where in college basketball, I don't know the exact amount of conferences, but I think it might be it's somewhere in the 20s. You're, you're still taking of a 68 field, a third of them are AQs and then the rest are at large where in college football, this would be, I don't know what eight of 14 is, but it, it's more than half of the field is automatic qualifiers from just two conferences, not all of them. All right, coming up, coming up next, we, uh, 
We'll get to the random question of the day, obviously. Matt Verderam of Sports Illustrated going to join us. Also, a little news on the stadium front for the Royals and Chiefs. That's next here on Cody and Gold. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back here on Cody and Gold, we'll get to a little update on the stadium front. Just We were talking a lot about some of the other groups opposing the vote on April 2nd. Well, now there's been a group that has been formed in support of the group with some key community leaders, including Kathy Nelson and Bob Kendrick. So we'll talk more about that uh, in the 1 o'clock hour today. Also, uh, cool news, I think, and well-deserved for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's being honored with the... Uh, uh, heroism award uh, from the Uvalde Foundation for kids after he shielded a 13-year-old kid during the shooting. We kind of heard some of those uh, stories come out and uh, obviously well-deserved for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But let's get a national perspective on what the Chiefs could do this offseason and some of these other landing spots. Matt Verderam, our guy from Sports Illustrated, kind enough uh, to give us some time. Matt, we, we've been trying to figure out what the next couple weeks could look like for Kansas City. We know March 5th is the day to watch, right, for a potential franchise tag. How would you see this going for the Chiefs when it comes to Legereus Sneed and Chris Jones? Yeah, look, I think if you're Brett Veach, you're talking to both sides, right? You're talking to the Cats brothers with Jones, and you're talking to Sparrow Lawson, the agent for Legereus Sneed, and you're saying, look, uh, I'm willing to tag either one of these two players, um, and so it, it behooves everybody to work out a long-term deal before that, that drop-dead date of the, of the tag deadline. So, now, look, I don't think it's going to be easy with either one. Obviously, we already saw what this looked like with Chris Jones last summer. I think if the Chiefs are going to sign him long-term, they're going to have to up the offer. There's no question. They're going to have to get either really close to or at that $30 million a year range 
the, you know, I, I think the question there is what is the term? Is it a couple of years? Is it three years? I know speaking to people in the league, they think he could get a four-year deal. So where does it land? As far as Snead goes, you know, doing due diligence, talking to people in the NFL, there's an expectation, hey, look, he could command around $15 million a year. I think if you're the Chiefs, that'd be pretty good. Maybe that number's gone up since the Super Bowl, the way he played toward the end of the playoffs. Maybe now it's more in the 17- to 18-year range. It's, it's cheaper to tag Snead, but I think Jones has to be the priority right now for the Chiefs. They can – they can kind of withstand losing Snead, even though they wouldn't want to. Losing Jones, I don't know how you replace him. When you look at what the rest of the league needs, this is where I was trying to decide what Snead would need. I think Mina, Mina Kimes had said that she had 20 of the 32 teams with cornerback as a high need. How do you view the rest of the league as far as what the needs are at cornerback for the rest of the NFL? We know it hasn't been a need for the Chiefs for years. Oh, I, I think, look, you're looking at a draft where there could be six quarterbacks taken in the first round. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say that it's it's possible, if not probable, the first three picks are quarterbacks uh, with, with May and Williams and Daniels. And then, and then you'll get J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan. You'll get Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. And I was down in Mobile. Those two guys struggled in Mobile. But uh, they, had, they had excellent years. Uh, out on the West Coast, and you look at them and say, could they be first-round picks? Yeah, they could be, especially in a league where there's always a need. And there's a lot of teams right now, if you look at them, that either don't have a starting quarterback that's going to be on the roster come to start a free agency, whether you're talking about the Raiders and Broncos, teams like that, or a team that you're looking for an upgrade, You know, whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Falcons, whether it's Pittsburgh. You know, And, and when you look at the veteran market, Cousins and Mayfield lead the way. I don't think either guy is going to be changing zip codes. I think that's kind of the league-wide expectation. But uh, Cousins may be more likely to move than Mayfield. And then you have Russell Wilson, who I think everybody believes is going to get released. And you have Ryan Tannehill, who's got a lot of ties to Arthur Smith from their days in Tennessee together. Arthur Smith is now in Pittsburgh. So uh, there's going to be – a lot of movement. I would expect the draft. You're going to have a half dozen teams who take quarterbacks who are either expecting the guy to be the immediate starter or to fight for the job. When you look across what else the Chiefs might do, you had mentioned at least a little bit with Legereus Need. Is there a method you think for Brett Veach, just based on the fact that the cap is going to go up, where they could retain Snead and Jones? Like I, it seems like a pipe dream. I'll be honest, but is there a way to retain both if you're Kansas City? Oh, yeah, there's a way to do it. I mean, now whether they want to do it is an entirely different conversation, but, I mean, they could definitely do it. Right now, if you go over the cap, uh, they're sitting at a little over $15 million in space, depending upon where the, the cap comes in between 243 and $250. Uh, 15 million is conservative. If they cut MVS, which I think is the, the, the obvious move here, that's another $12 million. They could also extend Justin Reed. Justin Reed is due 10.75. Uh, if they were to cut him, that, that's what they'd save. They could, they could essentially save 7 or $8 million by extending him. This is the last year of his three-year deal. I think that would make sense for both sides. And then there's the, the looming uh, question of Mahomes and that, that restructure. If they do that, they could save up to $35 million by restructuring Mahomes. Now, maybe they do a partial restructure. Maybe they restructure none or all. That, that, that's to be seen. But cap space is not going to be a problem for the Chiefs. If they want to create it, they can do it. But if they tag Jones, that's $32 million. That is an enormous one-year hit. 
That's a question. The other side of it is you have other guys who are now extension eligible. Bolton, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith. Are you going to pay two of those guys? Are, are you going to pay one of those guys? You know, do you pay Drew Tranquil? I don't think that's going to cost a ton, but you factor that in. Their cap sheet's pretty good moving forward. Next year, their slaves almost have $100 million in cap space, although they do have to sign quite a few players between now and then. Um, they could do it. I mean, look, if they, if they were to sign Jones, let's just say for 3-90, and 90, that first-year hit is probably going to be around 12 to $14 million. And if they tag Snead, it's $18 million. So you could, you could have both guys as a cap hit this year for 30 to $32 million bucks, But long-term, you're going to lose a couple other guys. Are they willing to do that? That's, that's really the question. We're talking to Matt Verderam of Sports Illustrated. You mentioned Nick Bolton, and I think a lot of people here have kind of put two and two together that this is the final year or was the final year for Willie Gay, and they're not going to pay two linebackers You know what it would right. take on a new deal. So Nick Bolton's the guy likely they're going to choose, and Steve Spagnuolo has spoken quite highly of Nick Bolton. What does a deal like that look like? Because it's a linebacker, and it, you know, you're not talking the kind of money we were just talking about with Jones and Snead, but... Uh, we saw some speculation there. Are we still talking fifteen or sixteen million dollars? I, I honestly, I think easily. Like, and that is going to be really interesting hmm. because I look at Tremaine Edmonds. If Tremaine Edmonds left the Bills last offseason. He went to the Bears. Four years, seventy-two million, eighteen million per year. Tremaine Edmonds is a really nice player. I would argue there's not a ton of difference between Edmonds and Bolt. I mean, it's not like it's not like you look at Edmonds and go, well, he has five sacks a year as well, and he's unbelievable in coverage. Like, he was the second-best linebacker on his own team and left and got four and 72, and now the cap's going up. Like, realistically, I think, yeah, you're probably looking at Bolton getting somewhere in that range. I mean, I, I think if the Chiefs got him for four and 60, they'd probably be happy about it. Now, the question becomes, do you want to pay Nick Bolton that much money? Like, he's a very good player. He's very smart. He's great against the run, but at times, like, he's a liability in coverage. There's no way around that. His foot speed's not good enough to cover the way Leo Chanel can, the way Willie Gay has, the way Drew Tranquil can. So, like, you're paying for the intellect. You're paying for that downhill ability. Um, but th- it's a lot of money. There's no question. There's, a, there's an argument to be made. You're better off spending all that money elsewhere and then keeping Chanel and Tranquil and maybe adding on. But I, I would expect them to try to retain – uh, Bolton, along with Humphrey, being that they're kind of the, the, the brains of the operation right down the middle of the field. When we look at the wide receiver position, I think, Matt, we're always doing the same exercise of who we want. You can ask a different Chiefs fan, like, I want Mike Evans, I want Calvin Ridley, etc. Who do you actually think, if you had to guess right now, they'd sign? We asked ourselves this question earlier, not who you think the Chiefs should want. Like, if you just had to guess one wide receiver who came in here as a free agent and actually signed with this team, who would you guess? I don't think it's going to be a huge name. I don't. Like, I, I, I think they're – like, if you're, if you're Brett Beach, you're probably happier to keep that defense together and then, like, draft the guy really early and add a mid-level veteran, aren't you? Like, wouldn't you I, – I guess Gabe you, Davis. He guessed Curtis Samuel, so we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't think you're – like, you're not spending $25 million a year. And, like, you look at Mike Evans. Mike Evans is great. Mike Evans, to me, is a Hall of Famer. He's 30. They wouldn't, they wouldn't spend the money to keep Tyreek Hill into his 30s. They're going to now spend it on Mike Evans? Like, I, I just don't see that. I look at a guy like Darnell Mooney of the Bears, who was there when Matt Nagy was there, had 1,000 yards with Nagy and Mitch Trubisky, 
Like, I think he's an interesting name. I think Tyler Boyd on a short contract is an interesting guy. Like, a guy who's a floor raiser. He's not going to have 1,300 yards, but he could go out and give you 800 yards and 75 receptions and, and be a, a really good, reliable guy in the slot. Like, I, the only guy that's a huge name or a big name that I could see them going after, but I don't think he's going to hit the mark. I think he'll get tagged is Pittman. Michael Pittman Jr. is the one guy with the size, the age, the production, despite the lack of quarterbacks. Like, I could see the Chiefs being like, eh, 4 and 80, but I don't think he's going to get the market. Ridley's interesting. I think he's kind of between the first and second tier. But yeah, I think like a Mooney, a Boyd, like that kind of a guy, plus a really, like a, like a premium pick in the draft at receiver. Because of all of the wide receivers coming out of the draft again, right? This draft is supposed to be bonkers again, and everybody just keeps saying yep. this is going to happen over and over again. Do you expect the wide receiver numbers to be depressed again? Because last year, no one got paid, Matt. I'm wondering if everyone's number that people are predicting for wide receiver are too high, kind of like we did last year. I think it's a great point, Cody. And I, I, I think that's probably true. I think what will probably happen is a few guys are going to get the money. Like, they're going to get paid. Like, Mike Evans, I think, is going to get paid. I don't think Higgins and Pittman are even seeing the market. I think they're both going to get tagged. And so, if that happens, yeah, Evans will get paid. And you'll probably have another receiver who you don't expect to get paid who will get paid. Like that Christian Kirk type guy. Like the guy who you're like, wow, really? Okay. After that, yeah. I mean, look, I think Mike Evans is going to get cut by the Chargers. They are in cap hell. They have to get rid of some some contracts. They saved $20 if they cut him. Mike Evans is not going to get paid. He's going to get a one-year deal probably somewhere. Like that's the or Keenan Allen. You mean some Keenan Allen? You know, like I just, I, I, I think like that's that's what's going to happen. Get Keenan Allen, another guy. Look at him now. I think they'll extend Keenan Allen or restructure him, whatever. But like I, but yeah, like guys like that. I, I think yeah, they're not going to get they're not going to get paid a fortune because teams are going to look at it. And let's just say the Chiefs, Brett Beach is going to say, why would I spend twenty five million on T Higgins? who's a very good player, but coming off a down year with an injury, when I can go out and I can draft the guy 32 and have five chief years of control plus tax. I, I just think most teams are going to do that. So, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of teams, they're going to pass on these big-name receivers because they're not going to pay them that kind of money when you can get a guy in the draft. Last one before I let you go as we're talking to Matt Verderam of Sports Illustrated. What about left tackle and, and how you see the Chiefs approaching that? Because Donovan Smith was always viewed as a one-year stopgap after initially everybody thought Juwan Taylor was going to be the left tackle of the future. That's certainly not the case. They're, he's going to be right tackle. So what do they right. do there? What, what, what approach do you think they take? Is that the first-round pick? I, I think it could be. I, I think it's not a receiver, right? I mean, I, I think it has to be. Now, Jones walks, and then, then you got a huge – whole of the tackle to talk about, but you know, maybe they, they go free agency there as far as left tackle. Yeah. I mean, they, they are going to have to, even if they like one anymore, even if they're all in on one anymore, they think he's going to be terrific. You still need another tackle. You still have him and a whole bunch of question marks. So I think it makes the most sense. If you're, if you're Kansas city to at bare minimum, you know, top, top two rounds, Something like that, first and second round, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to address the position, even if for nothing else, if it's a late second round or it's competition for Wanye Morris, you can't, you can't go into the season and say, yeah, it's Wanye and it's Juwantel and it's nobody else. Uh, so yeah, I think they're going to have to spend the pick, and look, you want that position to be cheap, and it would be whether it's Wanye or a rookie. 
Matt Verderam of SI, great stuff as always, man. I'm sure we'll check in throughout this offseason. Appreciate it. You got it. Take care. Matt Verderam, uh, always good perspective nationally on how he sees this thing playing out for the Chiefs and the rest of the league. And, uh, I, you know, the the question you had about can they do both on the the tag or a brand new deal uh, when it comes to Snead and, and Jones and, and where their position cap lies. Yeah, I mean, if they if they really think they have to have Snead and Jones to have the success, they they can make it work. That's part of the but, all in approach. I feel yeah. like for the three Pete, where you're like, Ooh. you know what? Screw it. Let's figure out a way to at least have both here one more year but and can figure they, it out next time. But if you do that, then can they? Will they? Does that mean there's that likelihood of Nick Bolton being here in a year or two? Now, I think we all would agree. I would take that risk. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen million for Nick Bolton, dude, is a Seems lot. High. Seems high. I'm not trying to be. I don't. But you heard Spags yesterday praising him. I mean, I, I two days ago, whatever it was. I, I just think that that's a player that I don't believe they're going to let walk. I'm not as firm as linebackers are the running back of the defense as I am like running backs pretty much have no value and nobody pays them. People obviously pay linebackers. That position still gets some money in this league. God, dude, 18, like you think about what you could do with $18 million or $16 million a year at a couple of other positions. And you're like, huh? The linebacker, the problem is, is that Willie Gay will be gone. Can Chanel fill in that role? Tranquil could be, go- you know, like you're just running into too many things where Bolton does make some sense in the long term. And you don't, you don't pay nobody, right? He essentially is like, hey, you pay Creed and you pay Bolton because they're kind of like the captains of their respective units on that side, on each of the side of the ball, which I can understand, but you never get him a third contract. Yeah, the Chris Jones part is, and this will be the conversation all the way up through the offseason, if not at least through May 5th with the tag situation, is like, we all saw what Chris Jones did. He's a future Hall of Famer. I guess where I struggle with, uh, well, if the Chiefs want to keep him, they better up their offer. Uh, And I I would agree. That's what they would have to do. But then at the same time, while they had him under contract this past year and they won a Super Bowl, so no harm done, I, I just wouldn't that also be a mistake though? Like a year ago, you weren't able, you weren't willing to pay him the dollar amount to sign a long term deal. If you're now willing to do that, then you screwed up. You should have done it a year ago. Now I know their cap situation is different sure. this year, but then you screw up. Like you're you're now if, if it ends up taking three or four years to get it done on a long term deal, then you do have like you you have the risk when he's at that point. What would would Chris be at the end of the counter? Thirty three or 34 at that point versus 33 a year, I, like a year ago, sure. if they would have done the deal, like you're, if you're, if you, you bought the, an extra year of aging player, I understand. But I mean, if, if the extension looks the same, then maybe not right. Like in that case, if you're going the same many years in the future as you were getting ready to go, well, then you're buying the same amount of time because they weren't, you know, like when you were looking at like Chris Jones deal, right. You weren't saying, Three years, including the one he just played, you were saying three after this one, and he was looking for four. Remember, it was two versus three. If it's the same years into the future, I think it kind of makes sense. But, yeah, you probably should have looked at it in the future. Chiefs have been holding off this. We talked about this with Bobby Wood Jr. Sometimes teams pay people early because they see the benefit, and then other times, especially in the NFL, you get reticent to pay someone too early because it's a physical league and you get, you know, you don't know which way it's going to go. You didn't know if Sneed had that kind of play in him, you know? And all of a sudden, he has that kind of postseason run gold, and you're like, I don't know. You guys agree with Maybe Matt that, kind of that Chris Jones is the obviously is an obvious guy to retain more than Sneed, or do you think it's closer, that, that, that gap on who's more important, I guess, to bring back? Sneed is a more important player 
or sorry, uh, Chris Jones is a more important player. He's better at his position than Snead is at his other. He is one of the top 20 defensive players in the entire NFL, probably, in my opinion, in Chris Jones. He's also going to cost twice as much. That's my hang-up. My hang-up is not who is the more important player to the Chiefs' defense today. The question is, for the same amount of money, let's say $30 million a year over the next three years, can I do more for my defense having Snead and 12 million additional dollars to spend on or whatever 15 million mm. additional dollars to spend on other talent or am I better off just having Chris Jones that's where I, I don't know gold stands but like that's my hang up I think it's probably kind of like a coin flip if you want to be honest I don't think I'd be like yes need no doubt because I think Chris Jones is that important but age coupled with price and all that stuff. But Snead, I just know, we know for this next year, they can just tag, like with Chris Jones, the tag really isn't in play as far as I'm like $32 million for the tag. No, yeah. so, he's either an extension right. or he's So gone. for Snead, I know in the back of your mind, you have that to fall back on, that you can just tag Snead and at least get one more year out of Snead. And then maybe after this next season, they choose not to sign Snead long-term. And so they already have to know what they're willing to do in a year from now because you don't want to say, oh, we, we're not going to sign Chris Jones this year. We're, we're also not going to sign Snead. We're just going to tag him. And then next year you let Snead walk. And then that means in two straight off seasons, you lost Chris Jones and Legereus Snead. That wouldn't be smart either. Well, and in terms of, you know, consistent play at an elite level, Chris Jones has been that his whole career where Snead has had, he's been good, but this obviously a very, very elite year. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, you can hit us up on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. We stream the show live every single day. The question I have today is related to our dear friends, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, who were spotted in Australia ahead of her tour. They went to the zoo yesterday. They did. They did. Walking around the zoo. So I'm going to make it very simple. What's your favorite exhibit at the zoo? Is the random question today? Were you going penguins right away? When's the last time you went to the zoo? Let's I start there. To, the last time I got kids, I've been to the zoo plenty. La, yeah, over the last, last time at years. the zoo for me was just boo at the zoo. So, or not okay. boo at the zoo, brew at the zoo. Not brew, at the brew. Zoo. Not to I be do want to go boo. see the new. Has anyone been to the new aquarium? I want to check. it I out. I want to check that out as well. Um, Did not so go to right the now, that's my answer. That's where I would, would like to go to check out the new aquarium. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's the penguin. I don't have a favorite exhibit. I don't think I haven't no, been in long. I like the birdcage one where they like fly and land on your shoulder and stuff. That one's a lot of fun. I think as a kid, I liked when you could ride the camel. That was big. Hmm. Can My you kids still do like that? the flamingos. What's that? Can you still do that? I think, honestly, at the Kansas City, yeah. The Kansas City Zoo, I think my favorite is probably the Sky Safari. I like oh, sitting up nice. on the gondola, looking down at, like, the big cats and, like, the other animals from like in the Africa yeah. exhibit. Yeah, I just haven't actually gone through the whole zoo in a very, very long time. Like, as a kid or something? You should go yeah. to the zoo. It's a good... I want to go see the new aquarium. It's also a good date spot. I think the zoo's a good date spot. Walking around, talking. It's a good way to get 10,000 steps, other. too. Yeah. Get a little exercise in. Get the heart pumping a little. I Someone love- says otters are the best. That is a mm. good one. Casey Kerr. That is. I love the zoo. Uh, that was one of the first things when we got here. I was like, we, we got to oh, go to really? the zoo. Yes. Breeze, like, you always want to go to the zoo. I, like, my sister is coming in town next month. We're going to go to the zoo. Is that so? I guess so here's I love a the fo- zoo. follow-up random question. What are the things that you pretty much do in any vacation city in which you visit? Because zoo and museum are pretty high on my list of places I end up frequently when traveling out of town. Obviously, we're just in Vegas for work, so that's not the case. Vacation? I don't, I mean, I guess the zoo, if it's anywhere that I'm, like anywhere that we've moved, I always try to find the closest zoo because I I just love going to the zoo. My my favorite exhibit, as you can imagine, is the tiger exhibit. 
Uh, very good one at, at the Casey Zoo, by the way. A very emphatic from the 913. Gorillas, MFers. Okay, <laughs> that, so is, that, that is a cool exhibit. Someone says, well. the giraffes. Have you fed the giraffes yet? I have not. You can feed the giraffes? Oh, man, I should take my kids to do you, that. You could feed the camels. When, when we went in uh, August, you could you could feed the camels. Wait, where are the zoos? Someone says the zoos that have eagles are badass. I've never been to a zoo with an eagle. That's cool. That does sound cool. I'm not going to lie. 100% the reptile house. Classic stuff from the 6-2-0 Big Cats. Lions, tigers, that kind of setup. That's across the board. Like, the kids love the penguins because, you know, they watch them, like, eat their little fish. And then the polar bear. For a while, when we had the pair of polar bears and Nikita was out here diving through the water, that was way up the list. They sent Nikita back somewhere. I don't remember where. But we had a, we had a couple mm. of pretty... We There's still one polar bear at the zoo, Drew, but there was yeah. two for a while. One was very active. Like, swam around, did a bunch of stuff. Very popular polar bear. When we were at the zoo, you couldn't really... The polar bear was just chilling. You couldn't really see the the polar bear. You know what does absolutely... We you know what does absolutely nothing for me at the zoo? The Komodo dragon. Just sits there, dude. <laughs> like, I know it's dangerous. It's got acid. But I don't watch any of that. It just lays there. Yeah. Doing absolutely nothing. Z- like, you're not even going to catch the Komodo dragon at, like, a good time. Like, I get it. You might catch a big cat sleeping. Right? So, like, you're not going to see him, like, actively doing stuff. But... The dragon's never doing anything. It's just hanging out. Agreed. Someone's really, really wants me to mention the tree kangaroo. That's apparently their favorite. So say it. Say that one on the air. The kangaroo exhibit was really cool. That was that, that one's like the open space uh, one, correct? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. There's a little bit of a risk of danger there, right? You think like maybe the kangaroo's going to come get you? Well, yeah, because there's no fence. Like, like there's just a couple. Of, I think if I remember right, there's just tree trunks in front. You technically could walk, just walk straight into the exhibit if you wanted to, but. Obviously not encouraged. That is the random question of the day. Coming up next, so early predictions on who actually lands in KC. And Adrian Peterson says uh, the reports yesterday were all incorrect. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.